Blog Talk Radio. Lardy Miss Clardy. Lardy Miss Clardy. Everybody, welcome to the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show for September the fourth, twenty ten. I'm your host, Lardy Miss Clardy, and your co-host for this evening is the Light is Right. And with us is Eric DeBreeze and Tyrone Island Smalls, the poet, bringing fresh news updates on Saturdays at six p.m. Eastern Time. We talk real news from real people right here on the Lardy Miss Party Blog Talk Radio Show. We have a great show for you this evening. We will talk on the topic of the battle of the sexes and getting an understanding about us as men and women and to respect and accept us for who we are. Brenda, right is light. Oh, shoot. Brenda Wright, the light is right. Eric Breeze, Tyrone Island, and yours truly, me will be on the front line making this segment a fun-filled evening. Men, women, get on the line and comment if you dare. We will be right back for more Lardy Miss Clardy. Oh, no. 
and a topic of your interest. And with this, we can also say that you can contact us at wendyclarty at yahoo.com or littlefasttiny at yahoo.com. That is spelled L as in Larry, I-L-F as in fancy, A-S as in Sam, T-I-N as in Nancy, Y at yahoo.com. Or you can contact us on our families and victims of fraud.com page. All right? You can contact us also. I'm giving you all of the information, all right? So you contact us at Wendy Clardy at Families and Victims of Fraud.com. Or you can call in on the Skype number, which is 614-372-6103 for any interesting or controversial topics in which you would like to discuss on this show. Come join us right now, right here on the Lardy Miss Party Blog Talk Radio Show on Saturdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. This is the place to be and to get heard. Real talk for real people with real issues. Now, we got that out of the way. I want to also put out there, for those of you who, would, who like our show and would like to send a contribution, Please send your contributions to FAVOL, familiesandvictimsoffraud.com. Go to the donation page, click on the donate button, or by mail and send your contributions to FAVOL in care of the Lardy Miss Clardy on Blog Talk Radio Show. Okay? All that information is on the page uh, that you go to on the donate page button. And we thank all of our listeners near far for your support and earful listening from us right here on the Lardy Miss Party Blog Talk Radio Show, The Light is Right, The Breeze, Island Small, and myself, all right? So let's get down to the wire. This is the grand finale on the Battle of the Sexes. And today we're going to come out of cyberparent.com, okay? You can find this at www.cyberparent.com, all right? And we are going to uh, uh, share some interesting articles right here. And one of them, this is what we're talking about today, is understanding that opposite gender means understanding that gender differences, intimacy factors, attached and separate Gender roles and gender correctness are magnified by relationships. Gender misunderstandings can hurt relationships. This is out of the battle of the gender. Why? This is what they say. For years, there has been a wealth of study and forthcoming information about women's psyche. Unfortunately, there is still remains a certain male mystique, particularly concerning men's relationship with women. The male mystique has served men well in disguising the truth about their fears and insecurities. It has protected them from being a disappointment from being a disappointment to women. Dr. Connell Cohen and Dr. Melvin Kinder write in their book, Women, Men Love, Men, Women, Men Lead. Okay? It is also con uh, contributes to the confusion and tensions that emerge in relationships. This is the intimate story. All right? 
Often, even as men and women are drawn to each other, feelings of wariness and suspicions are heightened. So, the so-called battle of the genders. This battle rises from the way men and women view love, experiences, closeness, and derives comfort from intimacy. Although men and women value love equally and place the same emphasis and importance on finding and sustaining a close union, there is generally a difference in the way they relate to intimacy. A woman's bonding zone, the position where she feels comfortable and fulfilled, is very close to 100% attached. Men alternate between a wish for attachment and a wish for separateness, okay? They feel most comfortable and willing to bond in the middle. They want to be between separated and attached. This disparity is built into male-female relationships by our society's socialization process of boys and girls. Cohen and Kinder also write, when men reach a state of attachment, they experience anxieties about engulfment and weakness. Conversely, when they move too far in the direction of separateness, separateness, they begin to feel subtle but nagging fears about abandonment, isolation, and aloneness. When you compare this with women's ideal zone for bonding, it becomes clear that there is a built-in clash between what women want and what men want. If the bonding zone that is most comfortable for women is one that makes men feel engulfed and trapped, the battleground is set. All right? Now, now that we got that out the way, now we're going to go into understand the opposite sex. And we're coming out of thetrumpet.com, okay? That is www.thetrumpet.com. All right, and this is coming out of uh, the, uh, well, the person that wrote this particular article, his name is Joel Hillliker, okay? Now, he says, whether you are single or married, here is advice for making these vital relationships work. Women always worry about things that men forget. Men always worry about the things women remember. A man falls in love through his eyes, a woman through her ears. Women marry men hoping they will change. Men marry women hoping they will not. So each is inevitably disappointed. The woman's vision is deep-reaching, the man's far-reaching. With the man, the world is his heart. With the woman, the heart is her world. The differences between men and women have delighted and puzzled us throughout human history. An ideal relationship these differences make, make it so the two can work together as a team. With the strength of one complementing the strength of the other, often, however, those differences create friction, sparks, and explosions. For singles, those frustrations can be magnified as you navigate the shifting waters of dating life. 
and each person you encounter uh, presents fresh challenges in how to behave without being misinterpreted or hurt. At times, the complication of opposite-sex relationships capsize what actually could have developed into a deeper friendship, even a happy marriage. The key to resolving these frustrations requires knowing why men and women are different. There is a reason, one that many people reject. Once it is understood, however, it brings tremendous clarity to the matter. It says here, the truth is that the Creator God designed men and women to be different. Not only that, he has given us some ground rules for how to make our relationships with those of the opposite sex work. He knows exactly what makes men and women tick. In his word, he gives us insight into how to avoid the pitfalls that can sink a friendship or a marriage, and also how to satisfy the needs of those of the opposite a problem that affects us all. We are all naturally selfish, and selfishness is the number one obstacle to having meaningful relationships, especially with people of the opposite sex. It is a common trap to look at those relationships, whether a friend or a spouse, primarily in terms of what we get from them. And when the other person doesn't fulfill our needs and expectations, we get very impatient. All those beautiful God-designed differences become sources of irritation and frustration. Here is some great advice on correcting this problem. Do nothing from selfishness or conceit, but in humility count others better than yourselves. Let each of you look not only to his own interests, but also to the interests of others. This is coming out of Philippians 2, chapter 2, 3 through 4. That's the Revised Standard Version. Why do you suppose Paul wrote this to the church in Philippi? Because there was a lot of selfishness and conceit, a lot of people looking after only their own interests esteeming themselves first. We are all prone to do that. How easy is it to have a fundamentally selfish approach towards the opposite sex? Within marriage, to think mostly of how the other person should be serving you. As a single, to look at other singles in terms of who can best fulfill your needs. Now, this is how you can – they're also showing you here how you can also kill a friendship, all right? You know, I think, you know, this is good information, y'all, so I'm hoping that you are listening to this, okay? Here is some ways of our selfishness can manifest itself. See if you spot yourself in any of these descriptions. You can be so preoccupied with your own interests or problems that you are obviously to other people's needs, oblivious, excuse me, to other people's needs, desires, and feelings. Or you can be so absorbed in your own insecurities and doubts, so aware of your own imperfections and deficiencies, that you stay cloistered up 
and don't really give of yourself to others. You can try too hard to project a certain image in order to impress others and not be sincere and genuine. Or you can fail to open yourself up to others because you don't want to be vulnerable to getting hurt. So you never really draw close to anyone. As a single, you can consistently shut people of the opposite sex down because you interpret any sign of friendliness as proof positive that they want to marry you. Or you can deliberately leave someone on because you like the attention, even though you have no intention of ever pursuing a closer relationship with that person. You can have over overly sensitive feelings and pull away and get pouty whenever your feelings are bruised. You can hold on to past grievances for even years and tend to give a person that cold shoulder in order to punish them. You can be very picky and negative about what you perceive as another person's fault. You can have unrealistic expectations of how that person should treat you and end up constantly disappointed. You can have a firm ideal of an ideal person of the opposite sex should act and harshly judge someone who fails to live up to that standard. You can also cling to a personal ideal of what kind of mate would be best suited for you maybe a certain physical ideal or personality trait that you prematurely judge and reject someone limiting a friendship. These manifestations of selfishness are friendship killers and marriage records. The tricky thing is in many of those cases we can feel justified in holding onto our selfishness. But here is the beautiful truth. If you want to overcome your own selfishness, building quality friendships with those of the opposite sex is a fantastic way of doing it. The selfishness that hurts those relationships can be knocked down to size if you step out and put a priority on building good, close friendships. If you commit to conquering those barriers created by selfishness, whenever they crop up, all right? So there you go from Lardy Miss Clardy talking about understanding the opposite sex, and it came up, this article came up out of the trumpet.com, all right? So we getting ready to turn it over here to Brenda Wright. <clears throat> I'm clearing my throat, y'all. The light is right. And so, Brenda, so... At hearing these beautiful comments that was made from thetrumpet.com, what do you have that may coincide with this? Give a little bit of your mind. And I want to let you all know that our co-host, Brenda Wright, she's a magnificent researcher on getting credible information for us to bring to you. So we want to give... Brenda Wright, the lightest right eye. Hand clap to the left and to the right for her beautiful job and what she did. We appreciate you. Thank you very much. All right. Brenda, come on with us and tell us what you got on a comment on what Justin said or, you know, something that's going to, you know, clarify some things 
comment on some of what you just uh, read about, mm-hmm. and that was on the selfishness. Come on now. And I do have to agree with that because I've noticed uh, some of the things that you said I've noticed within myself, mm-hmm. but I've also seen it in other people. Yeah. And that is one of the things that we do need to work on as being individuals of the opposite sex or whatever. Right. Is being our selfish. Right. Um, yeah, I, I, I tend to think that, you know, that's for anybody. I'm going to put that upon my shoulders. Why well, not going to be very I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, you know, hey. I'm, I'm no angel when it comes to selfishness. I want everything to myself. <laughs> all right, you know what I'm saying? Know. I want my love. You know what I'm saying? But you know, I gotta learn how to, you know, give a little bit of room. You know, so love can be returned back to me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, well, that's so true. Know? That is so true. Yeah, yeah. But I, I like to get get back on this with the uh, battle of the sexes on how does it start. How does it start? I want to know that. How now, does it start? This is just to give an insight, uh, 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 to give us some kind of uh, understanding, because when I was reading through this, I noticed that it, it, it has some good information mm-hmm. on a, uh, a man's emotional response. Mm-hmm. Okay, but before I get to that part, I'm going to go ahead and, and read what I have here. And it's coming also out of www.fibalparents.com. Right, right. It says, how does it start? The differences between men and women start at birth as parents and society begin the socialization process, mm-hmm. the need to separate from mother and become an independent self causes different problems from boys for boys and girls. Mm-hmm. Now I'd like to share this intimacy story that intimacy story that they have here. Okay. It says boys must separate from mother to form a gender identity. This causes boys to form a set of defenses against abandonment All by right. mother okay. and to form a strongly separate mm-hmm. sense of self. Mm-hmm. Because this separation of mother and boy becomes, becomes before the ability to express complex emotional responses in words, a man often cannot talk comfortably about what his feelings mean to him. Emotions are dangerous and make him feel vulnerable. Reasons and logic prevent protection. Now, before I go on, I'd like to just say something about that because that, that kind of helps us understand why men don't express themselves very well right. when in a right. relationship. And, and it also confuses a woman in a relationship of right. not understanding why they don't are unable to express mm-hmm. themselves. Mm-hmm. That's understandable. Okay, now, now to go on with this, there's a gentleman that has a book out. His name is Will Polak, and his book is, labeled, is titled Real Boys. Rescuing Our Sons from the Myth of Boyhood. Mm-hmm. Now, he writes that boys are expected to detach or pull away from their mothers before they should. A man then spends his life torn between a desire for close and intimate relationships with women and a defense against any relationship where intimacy and intensity are strong enough to mimic the strength of the relationship with his mother. Mm-hmm. Then on the other hand, it says a girl child has less need to separate from mother. Thus, she becomes a woman who needs relationships. Relationships offer safety while isolation offers threat. Mm. I wonder why. I guess when they separate from the mother as a man, a woman 
being having a boy child wants that boy to be strong. Right. But then it it also takes away because he he doesn't get in touch with the emotions that the, the women's are able to do as young girls being attached to their mother, because women we're we're taught to express our feelings and know ourselves and stuff like that. But boys, sense of the abandonment from mother is not taught that part. Uh oh, I guess we got a comment coming <laughs> from. Tyrone Island Smalls, okay, that's another one that's part of the company right here on this panel. You know he's one of the co-hosts, so give him a chance to speak his mind. Come on, Island, give us what you got. I do agree with that wholeheartedly because <clears throat> after you, if a child has spent 50-50 with their mother and 50-50 with their father, uh-huh. 50% with their mother and 50% with their father, they will get both attributes. So you're saying it'd be a balance? A balance, because I have seen single parent homes where the man raised, man raised the child or the woman raised the child, uh-huh, and you uh-huh. can see the imbalance. You can okay. see that he, the child who has a father is more firm and more stern and less sensitive. The child who has a mother is more sensitive, whether he's firm, whether he's boy or girl, right. he's more sensitive and less firm and He's not balanced. Okay. So it, you do need a balance. So how can a person that doesn't have two parents and been raised by one or the other can get that balance? How is that? How how can you get that? You want to say yeah. something, Debris? It's more like um, if if you were raised by your mother, it's like you got to go out and find a mentor, mm-hmm. somebody to be like the father figure to balance them out, mm-hmm. to let them know. What's coming that's, on that's from a man's perspective? But if you, if it's a woman, I mean, if it's a man, he got to go and get a a woman's perspective into it. If it's a neighbor, you got to send your kids, let your kids hang around where they can get that that female's perspective about stuff. Because mm-hmm. you can't just keep them one way, or they when they get into the world, they lost. Well, yeah, that's true. With their feelings, then then you have other problems jumping up, and they won't know how to maintain a relationship or anything else. All right, I think I like that. That's pretty good. You got anything else to say about that island? He, 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 he hit it on the nail, huh? That was it. Huh? That was it. Huh? Well, you know, hey. Uh, well, maybe you know we can we can. Were you were you finished with that, Brenda? You know yeah, what? With, that, with how it doesn't start. Okay. Yet. Well, you know, let's 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 go over here to uh, what we were talking about on. Let's let's talk about. How do you get the respect that you need? Okay. Matter of fact, you know this is an interesting thing. We got so much good stuff here, everybody. You know it's kind of like hard to you know to get the paperwork together here. But I'm, I'm just gonna come out right here on this one part where it talks about um, needing and giving respect. That's also another part of understanding and getting respect and you know respect us because we are the opposite sex and we need to uh, understand each other as what roles we play as the female and male, okay? So I'm going to come back out of the trumpet.com and finish up this area called meeting and giving respect, all right? It says here, nevertheless, every one of you in particular so love his wife even as himself. And the wife sees that she reverenced her husband. This is 
coming out of Ephesians 5, chapter 5, and uh, verse 33. The word reverence means to venerate, to treat with deference, okay? And women, all men secretly crave your respect. God hardwired us to really want that veneration, deference, um, and reverence. Okay, so in your relationships with men, if you give that to them, the relationship will go much further. It will have far less frustration and friction. Nowhere in the scripture does it say women need to be obedient to all men, only wives to their husbands, children to their parents, servants to their masters. But if you want to improve your relationships with any Man, here is how. Show him respect. Show him that you value his opinion and appreciate his ideas. If you criticize him or focus on his weaknesses, be assured that will break down the relationship. Instead, focus on the positive. Try to make him feel royalty, feel like royalty. The more you respect the man, the better that relationship will be. Notice. This is him giving everybody a notice. God's ground rules for improving these relationships are all about the way of give. A man must be willing and able to give love to a woman. A woman must be willing and able to give reverence and submission to a man. In addition, a man must be willing and able to give godly leadership to a woman leadership that earns her respect and that is a joy to submit to. Oh, did you hear that? A joy to submit to. Yeah, because, you know, really don't no woman, you know, that's got some leadership don't want to be with a, uh, you know, a growling man that's got leadership as, and he the man and you're going to do what I say do. How much joy is that? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Ain't no joy in that, but that's how the battle begins. So it is saying, absolutely, you know, that's vice versa. You're absolutely right, Debris. You know, so it is saying again, you know, that uh, that it is a joy to give that respect to the man when it's given in a godly godly manner coming from a godly man, and that's a good thing, too. And it says here, in addition, a man, and I'm going over it again, in addition, a man must be willing and able to give godly leadership to a woman, leadership that earns her respect, and that is a joy to submit to. And a woman must be willing and able to be a lovable woman, and prepare herself to recognize and encourage and receive a man's love. Now, that's something to think about, too, women. That's a part of understanding each other, our roles, and how we're supposed to respect each other, all right? Love is difficult, so start practicing it, all right? So we're going to go on back on over here, and we're going to tap over here to Island Smalls, who's going to give us a little bit on his take of understanding the battle of the sex 
come on out and give us some of your comment views and your and your 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 manliness. Come on, we need to hear your side of the story. I'm not coming with too much manliness, but I'm coming at you uh, trying to come correct. This is the battle of the genders. How does it work? <clears throat> battle of the genders, Anglo-American style, has its roots in the premise that dependency on others is immature, weak, and uniquely feminine. Most of the world never agree with this premise. The balance of the world sees independence as antisocial. These people see expressing one's neediness as a way of social accord, as well as personal sanctification. Since the Industrial Revolution, however, Anglo-American women have historically reconciled competition and individualism in our society and the subservience and nurturing. The intimacy story. Uh-oh. Intimacy story, y'all. The intimacy story helps explain the battles between the genders. Here's how it works. Women cared for others. Therefore, personal anatomy was denied women. Men enjoy personal anatomy. However, dependency and caring for others was permissible only at home. Mm -hmm. It became a negative, disgraceful quality in public for men. When boys exhibit these feminine traits, as they all do naturally from birth, listen to that, boys and men, from birth, we all have it. Our Anglo-American society penalized them by teasing and jeering. Ask any Anglo-American man, and he will tell you the phrase, you're acting like a girl. Yes. Now, her Anglo-American must be, for example, avoided at all costs. For example, in our society, mama's boy is a general clique that has a different meaning from daddy's girl. Mm-hmm. Daddy's girl is a more individualistic term describing a realistic a relationship between a particular father and his particular daughter. As a term, it can be degrading. It can be flattering. You must know the particular father and daughter to know what daddy's girls mean in their case. Mama's boys is always degrading. It's on a par with sissy, crybaby, or worse. Until the women movement, women's lives remain based more in relationships and non-market interaction. Men's lives were pr- primarily based in the competitive world of the marketplace. This meant and still means that society, government, parents, media, churches, and school taught women one thing while it taught men something else. Hmm. Hmm. Now, each gender seems to think it is basically right, and the other gender is basically wrong. This set in motion the chain reaction of defense and disparagement. We're right. They're wrong. This is gender conceit. <laughs> talking. <laughs> we all feel obligated to define the way of our gender. Many of us seem to feel obligated to this the way of the other gender. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Much of our self-esteem is derived from gender identification, and some things that is related to the self-esteem will not change easily. Uh-huh. In addition, something that has been ingrained from our birth will not change easily. 
So it is not enough to know that boys and girls are different. We must understand the difference in the genders and be prepared to bridge those genders before our relationships can be successful. Despite the difficulties of making gender changes, though it is happening, young men and women are more alike than their parents were in today's society. Now, how is that? How is that supposed to mean we're more alike? Basically, it's after women's live, we all, jobs are integrated, schools are integrated, the military are integrated. We got. Y'all have the same rights, but we're more equal now than back in the 60s and the 40s. and the When the man had basically the rights and the woman, in a lot of places, women couldn't go to church. The man had to go to church and come back and tell the woman what's going on. Now, you can go together. It's, it's and women preachers and uh, everything so is balanced. Okay, so correct me if I'm wrong. So in other words, it's more that now that getting an understanding between both sexes is that we are capable of doing everything that you guys are capable yes. of doing and understand that that is not what it is that we want y'all to understand. What we want y'all to understand is that we as women need to be looked at as A private partners. Word rather than a person that just sits in the background and that's all we have going for us. Y'all want us to treat y'all as equal because... Y'all have moved to the forefront. Right, and that we are people too, and that we're no more just a a bed slave or a sex kitten or whatever that the men back in the early 30s or whatever. But you always heard that story, though. Okay. Behind a good man is a good woman, okay. or behind a good woman is a good man. That's right. right. That's okay. right. you got to keep it balanced. Right. Well, yeah, it is balanced now um, to those that understand what what balance means. Exactly. Some, some, some are living back there in the, in the 50s. Right. And some would rather have it back there. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? It's exactly. much easier. But in the society where we where we live in now, where there's depression and recession and economic failures going on, you need two people. Am I right? Yes. I know what you're saying. Well, I'd like to say this. You know, in my life, I realize that I need somebody who's going to ride or die, you know, just like a woman wants somebody who's ride or die for them. Mm-hmm. So I give my woman my her 50 and I keep my 50. Mm-hmm. And because I go, I, in my travels, I go to places where, no man goes. Where? <laughs> <laughs> and I want my woman. And I want my woman with me no sometimes. No woman has ever been right. before. And I want my woman beside me. I want her to hold me, and I want to hold her through this. And I want her. Lord have mercy. No, do I walk through the valley of death? I will spirit no evil. So right. I feel so better, that she's gonna with me. That's right. Oh and Lord. I feel we that need too. a candle, y'all. <laughs> oh, Jumaya. <laughs>
for friendships, excuse me, for friendships as well as relationships, many of them will start to look old and quaint mm-hmm. or slightly ridiculous mm-hmm. even to their peers. All that bigger. They still bigger again. They've been doing that for five years. But they still love each other. But that's the way they, they, they handle their terms. So enjoy your love. That's yeah, love for that's, you. That's love for you. That's the way yeah. it works. Those people with open minds about gender will not only have a better chance of making their relationships work, they will also maintain a young attitude. Young attitude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hear that, men and women? Young, young attitude. attitude and be less. Set in their ways as they age. I'm so sad. <laughs> <laughs> That's so why sad. we can't be so sad. Oh, That's right. That's why so you got to spend it equal. We yeah. must be selfless in relationships. That's right. Give you and gotta, take. You got to give and take, and you right. got to understand that everybody got to be equal. You can't take more than what the what the other one's taking. Absolutely. And I and I must say, I must say, if y'all don't mind, that. Sometimes in a relationship, the other partner don't know when they take it more than their 50. Mm-hmm. So it's up to the other partner to say, excuse me, we need to talk. You have to have that open line of communication. Don't be scared to say, um, baby, I think you overstepping your boundaries, and if you don't mind, let me handle this part of our relationship. And then you, your partner, more than likely, if they know you are more capable in that area, they will give you that extra 10% and bow down to 40%. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And actually, sometimes you got to be able to bend. That's right. you got to be able to bend. But with that being said, you also can't be afraid of change. True. Sometimes in, in relationships, friendships, or whatever you have, you have to be able to change. You have to let go of whatever you, you've grown up on that, that may not be working for you right now to do the change. If your partner's willing to do it, and you're, you're willing to do it with them, then the change is, is needed sometimes. And change you gotta go has to happen. You gotta have mm-hmm. to it's gotta happen. You gotta be able to change. But being change. a woman as myself, and maybe some others that may be like me, being selfish is kind of hard to accept the change. Right. All right. It's hard for everybody. With this information being provided, we must find a way to do this in order to prosper in life. Right. Yes, and yes, especially yes. if you're trying to do anything together. You know what I mean? And because you can't. The part that you need, if you do got one of the women that's like that, that stuff, you got to be willing to bend with them because you got to understand it took years for them to get set in that way. There ain't nothing yes. going to change over time. Well, yeah, it you know, that's the process if, of unlearning you everything them, you learn. If you love them, you're willing to go through Yes, yes, yes. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes, you I are. Yes, you okay, are. yes, you I, are. I, I agree with that. Um, well, what we want to do is we want to go on to a break. But before we go on to a break, uh, I want to express the last bits of his article, and then we will go on a break uh, after this. Therefore, it is advantageous to keep an open as an individual, mm-hmm. not as a man mm-hmm. or a woman mm-hmm. or his or her gender stereotype. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, before we go into this break, I just want to say, if you got something you want to say, say it. Call in at the call-in number at 347-884-8684, 347-884-8684. Because we want to know what you got to say about this question that I proposed earlier 
on the question of how can the opposite sex understand the other? You may have some different views and some different different ideals or anything, so if you've got something to say, don't be scared to say it. Get up on the line and call in on the Lardy Miss Party Blog Talk Radio Show and give us some of your comments. You know, we need to hear from you, too. That number, again, is 347-884-8684. Again, 347-884-8684. We will be right back. There's only you in my life, the only thing that's right. My first love, you're every breath that I take, you're every step I make. Oh, 
when emotional intensity builds. Women are left confused and unhappy. So our key point, gender misunderstanding can hurt relationships. Gender roles and gender correctness are magnified by relationships. Most men have experienced the crowd and trapped feeling of being, excuse me, the crowded and trapped feeling of being in a closed relationship, a feeling that makes them push for more space. Without this space, men often feel engulfed and tension builds. Can you just read that somewhere? Where they be wanting space? They don't know what they want. They sure don't. <laughs> okay, sorry. Y'all mean? Yeah, sometimes. Oh, no. Whoa, man. <laughs> from the red, from the red. Whoa, man. Okay, whoa. Whoa, man. <laughs> <laughs> understanding the opposite sex. Gender means understanding that gender difference is intimacy factors. Attack and separate gender roles and gender correctness are magnified by relationships. Okay. While this tension is at the core of many male-female conflicts, it is also forms the basis of interest and attraction between men and women. Mm-hmm. Cohen and Kinder write: the intriguing clash between men and women is also, excuse me, always present. Men continue to dance between the desire for anatomy and the desire for intimacy. Okay. Women continue to seek affirmation and intimacy, of intimacy. Excuse me. We believe that this is, this is essential to understand that these differences never disappear. They are ongoing throughout our shared experience with a mate. We may mistakenly believe the differences exist only during the early stages of love and that with sufficient caring, trust, and time, we eventually will become one with our lover and will experience no more conflict. I wanted to say something, but I had to stop. I wanted to say something, but I caught myself. I caught myself. I caught myself. Well, you know, my philosophy is that you never stop learning until you die. When you die, that's when you stop learning. So life is a learning experience, so you're going to learn forever. And you're going to go through changes throughout your relationship forever. If you ask most of the people you find in the street that's been married for 25, 45 years, you know, they've gone through their ups and downs. It's the ones who weather the storm. Okay. <laughs> and sometimes it's a hurricane to blow. That's right. But you got to be able to plant your feet in that ground and just let the wind go on. That's right. Because sometimes right. it might be your mate or it might be your mate, meaning... It might be you or your mate. Uh-huh. Feel me? Because uh-huh. sometimes my baby goes through her changes, and I sit there and wipe my head and like, you know, where did it come from? Why is it like this? But, you know, you just hold your breath, sit back, relax, and let the storm go through. You know what I'm saying? Especially when that, that time comes. It's it's, it's it's, it's, woo. it's a beautiful sight on the other oh, side. Oh, hey, that rainbow coming out, the birds start chirping. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> Hallelujah. Oh, wow. oh, I'm sorry. I was reading. I'm sorry. I got lost. 
It won't happen. See, there it is. It won't happen. So the bad news is that love with a capital L with no magically altered fundamentals process we will use to socialize boys and girls in our society. Uh -huh. Let me read that again. I'll read it. It won't happen. So the bad news is that the L with the capital L, that love with the capital L, will not magically alter fundamental process we use to socialize boys and girls in our society. However, love with the capital L uh -huh. doesn't simply materialize. Uh -huh. It is a learned, let me repeat, learned That's right. and shaped, let me repeat, shaped by all life experiences. Uh -huh both as children and adults. Okay. I agree. I agree. So the good news is that if love with the capital L is learned, it can be changed. That's right. Oh, there's the word that everybody want to fight. Nobody wants to change, but it's so easy. No, it's not. No, it's not easy. No. Wait, wait, wait. wait. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so easy to listen to your partner yeah. and try. Yeah, I mean. It's easily said than done. But if you listen and every time you do something wrong, or every time your partner does something wrong, they pull you to the side. They pull you to the side and acknowledge that you will learn to adapt and say, oh, okay, I'm doing that again. Oh, I'm snoring my street again. Oh, let me turn over on my but stomach because I am snoring my street again. Done. That's, something wrong. That's, That's, where, the battle, That's where the battle comes in. We must admit our fault. But the downfall and what we all must realize is, regardless to if we learn and we choose to learn and go through, we still have to remain civilized. That's right. That's remain word. civilized. I got my Glock. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm going out. He burned him up. He burned him up. That's my Glock. Hey, what's that song that came out a long time ago? I'm civilized. Treat the woman right. You got your Glock, man. Right. Uh, hey, you remember that song? <laughs> treat the woman right. Oh, get that burning, baby. Uh -huh. You uh -huh. better uh -huh. treat her right. Yeah. Treat her right. Listen up, baby. Treat her right. right. He burned him up. Willie, he's the right. He sure don't want to go to bed tonight. Uh oh, sing it, sing it, sing it. Between love and hate, sing it, Miss Clark. It's a thin line. Uh oh, between love and hate. I like it. That's right. Okay. It's five o'clock in the morning. Uh oh, we got live performers. My baby's in the house. <laughs> I creep in the house saying. Where's my food to eat? She says, are you hungry? I say, yes, darling. No. Now I'm laying in a hospital. Bending from head to toe. It's a thin line. Yes, it is. Between love and hate. I told you it was going to get silly out here, y'all. Hey, you know, we just living and we learning. Just, we, we live and learning. Have a while we doing. So all of y'all that's staying out until 5 o'clock in the morning, it's just being in line. So get an understanding. Respect. R-E-S-P-C-T. This is what you do for me. What? No, I'm just kidding, y'all. Come on. No, I ain't kidding. Respect is really important. Very. Go ahead. Go ahead, Tyler. It is possible to understand the differences between men and women and learn to deal with them. A simple fact that destroys many relationships. 
Both the man and the woman continue to do exactly the same thing over and over. i got to repeat that. I'm sorry. Yeah, repeat that. Yeah. This is a strong factor, ladies and gentlemen, because I have experienced this. And you know one week go by, five weeks go by, and you bring it up to them again, and you know you say, you know what? Are you really listening to me? If you really care about me, you will listen to me. You will hear what I'm saying and what irks me, taunts me, put me in that level. Cuckoo for Cocoa Pop. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm going to read this again. A simple fact that destroys many relationships, destroys many relationships. Both the man and the woman continue to do the exact same thing over and over, just talking with the same of, man, can you get off the phone? Get that TV off. That TV off. Quit, quit, quit kicking me with you. You got some sharp fingernails on your feet. Oh, I don't know. Why your one eye is looking over here when it's supposed to be over there? Keep your eyes on me. Keep your eyes on me. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I start showing a little other side of me, too, sometimes. You know what I'm saying? But a simple fact destroys many relationships. Both men and women continue to do exactly the same thing over and over. They go on behaving in the same old way, mm-hmm. kicking it with the boys, drinking on the back porch, mm-hmm. coming in the house with your work clothes on, just throwing the clothes on the floor, mm-hmm. rolls inside out. I'm sorry, I ain't trying to get personal, but you know some people and some men do that. Women just hanging your drawers on the doorknobs. <laughs> that ain't no that's right. Yeah, that's that's right. right. That's right. You know how it is. Sometimes, sometimes women just have a, a fetish, a fantasy, hoping that you know that man might. You know, now we gonna keep that underwear. No. Uh, you know, put them over their head or something. You know what I'm saying? Right. Where the oh, naughty, Miss Claudia. Where you at? Hey, 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 Miss Claudia.
those things that's being said. Okay, you know that this is the Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show. We can be we can be silly up in here. You know, we ain't trying to, you know, make it look crazy or nothing to you. But we just trying to be real. We're we're unorthodox. You know, we're we're bringing not tradition. We're bringing something that is down to earth, grassroots, and easy to understand. And we're having fun at doing it because you know, so many things that go on in life that is so serious, and sometimes we have to, you know, uh, break out and 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 laugh a little bit, you know. So, but we're going to pick it up from here, and we're going to talk with Brenda uh, Wright, the light is right, and see what else that she's got for us. Give us something that you got going on, something we can crack up to. Okay, I sure will. I'd like to share something out of this article uh, that's being found on www.hintandtips.com. Now, ladies, I, I want to share this one because this goes to, uh, to, the, to the point to where we were talking about the selfishness. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There is like 52 different things listed. Lord, and I, I think that's kind of stretching. Ooh, Lord, this, this is too. There's a whole lot of problems. We don't have problems. This is how humans need to make us happy. Give lots of time, mm. especially time for her. Selfish is a woman from the 
Women lots of space, never worrying about where she goes. Mm. And it's very important. Mm. Mm -mm -mm. Never to forget birthdays, anniversaries, mm. and arrangements. Mm -mm. Oh, that's amazing. Now, Dance, we have something for you. Wait one minute. Wait one minute. Wait. Can I ask a question? Did a woman write that? Uh, that ain't on the band, bro. Wait a minute. Now, they got the opposite. Y'all forgot one thing a man need to do for his woman. Okay, what? for his woman.
should do that you, for you him too. Exactly. You should be exactly. vice versa. You think you treat her we, like if you treat her like a queen, and he treats you like a king. We cannot go wrong. Yeah, yeah. We know that. That's just to point out how selfishness that we choose to be. Right, right. Now, if you need more proof, again, this is coming out of www. hyphen n as in Nancy hyphen tips. Dot com, okay? Now, now, underneath all of just what was said, there's more proof. And this comes with surely the Y chromosome is not the only reason why we are constantly at war. Some of the differences between men and women is more proof. Don't mess with a woman, especially in a bar. A very attractive lady goes up to a bar in a quiet room pub. She she gestures alluringly to the bartender who comes over immediately. And when he arrives, she seductively signals that he should bring his face closer to hers. When he does, she begins to gently caress his full beard. Are you the manager? She asks, softly stroking his face with both hands. Actually, no, the man replies, can you get him for me? I need to speak to him, she says, running her hands beyond his beard and onto his hair. Can't, breathes the bartender. He's not here. Is there anything I can do? Yes, there is. I need you to give him a message, she continues, running her four fingers across the bartender's lips and and slyly popping a cup couple of her fingers into his mouth and Ooh. allowing him to suck them gently. What should I tell him, the bartender manages to say. Tell him, she whispered, there is no toilet paper, hand soap, or paper towels in the ladies' room. Now, the mood of a, of a woman, an angel of truth and a dream of fiction. A woman is a bundle of contradictions. She's afraid of a wasp, will scream at a mouse, but will tackle a stranger alone in the house. Sour as vinegar, sweet as a rose, she'll kiss you one minute, then turn up her nose. She'll win you in rage, enchant you in silk. She'll be stronger than brandy, milder than milk. At times she'll be vengeful, merry and sad. She'll hate you like poison and love you like mad. Mm. Now, the moves of a man is hungry, horny, sleepy. Now, that's a lot, okay, for a man, I guess. I don't have a whole lot that. That's wrong. That's fire. That's fire. That's There's more. But because I'm a man. When the car isn't running very well, I will pop the hood and stare at the engine as if I know what I'm looking at. If another man shows up, one of us will say to the other, I used to be able to fix these things, but now with all these computers and everything, I wouldn't know where to start. Because I'm a man, when I catch a cold, I need someone to bring me soup and take care of me while I lie in bed and moan. You're a woman. You never get as sick as I do, so for you, this isn't a problem. 
because I'm a man, I can be relied upon to purchase basic groceries at the store, like milk and bread. I cannot be expected to find exotic items like Cummins or tofu, especially expect me to pick up anything for which feminine hygiene product is a euphorism. FYI, guys, coming is a spice, not a bodily function. No, coming. I know cumin, they said, but cumin, he didn't say it like that, especially. I heard what he was saying. He said, because I'm a man, when one of our appliances stops working, I will insist on taking it apart, despite evidence that this has just cost me twice as much. Once the repair person gets here and has put it back together, because I'm a man, I must hold the television remote control in my hand while I watch TV. If the thing has been misplaced, <laughs> I may miss a whole show looking for it. That's right. Mm, 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 mm. Now, they got that true. You know what? This is, this, is, this, is, this is terrible. This is terrible. How to impress a woman. <laughs> Wine her. Dine her. Call her, hug her, support her, hold her, surprise her, compliment her, smile at her, listen to her, laugh with her, cry with her, romance her, encourage her, believe in her, pray with her, ooh, pray for her, cuddle her, cuddle with her, shop with her, give her jewelry, buy her flowers, hold her hands, write love letters to her. Go to the end of the earth and back again for her. I wish I was a lady. Now, to impress a And here comes the last but least. How to impress a man, women? Show up naked. Yeah. <laughs> don't block the TV. That's, it. That's right. <laughs> it don't take much. Goodness gracious, we coming from hints and tents. Oops, hints. Dot <laughs> com. We coming from hints and tents. Dot com. Okay, you can find this information over the internet. We just bringing something funny to you. You know, after all. You know, after understanding, I don't know if y'all understood anything the wiser, you know, from this, but I'm hoping that, you know, to bring some laughs and, and kind of calm down mm. some of the intense wars that women and men have between each other. If we know what to look for and how to respect each other, definitely, you know, that goes a long way. Yes, so we get ready to go for another break right now and have you, have you reflect on that, and then we're going to come back with Island Smalls with some more of his facts. And the last of it all, we will come back with how to win a man's heart and how to win a woman's heart. And in the end, definitely, you know, we'll have more laughs. And if you got any comments or views, please feel free to get on the hotline. The hotline, I don't see nobody on the line. But if you would like to get on the line, that is 347-884-8684. That hotline, again, is 884-8684, area code 347. We'll be right back. Thank you. 
right here on the Learning Miss Party on Blog Talk Radio Show. And what you just heard is Brenda Russell, entitled Piano in the Dark. That's some music, huh? After cracking up, laughing, and acting silly, you know, trying to get the word out on the battle of the sexes. Yeah, we here on the battle of the sexes this evening. And we want to thank you all for all the listeners out there for kindly listening in, but sometimes we need to hear you speak. Perhaps you know you don't have anything to say. Again, if you got something, a comment, a view, or speak up, something, here it is, 347-884-8684. Call on the line, 347-884-8684. And also, we want to uh, encourage you, for those of you who like our show and would like to send a contribution please send your contributions to FAVOL, familiesandvictimsoffraud.com. Go to the donation page, click donate button, or by mail, send contribution to FAVOL in care of the lovely Miss Clardy on Blog Talk Radio Show. We want to thank all of our listeners near and far for your support and earful listening, okay, from us. Here at the Lardy West Party on Blog Talk Radio Show, the light is right, the breeze, Island, and myself. All right. And for next week, we have another interesting subject that is coming up. Uh, clear, the request came clear out of Detroit, Michigan from Shannon Green. And she was wanting to talk about the uh, how our children are left falling through the cracks based on not having our public schools, uh, uh, increase in schools that they can go to, recreation parks is all taken away, and they're shoved into the systems of the system. And the courts are, we, we're not going to say that they're having a lovely time, you know, at, you know, bringing our children into the system and getting to know that system, but it is a Failure. It's a setup for failure, and we want to talk about it. So it's going to be entitled Children on the Street, all right? So be looking for us to talk about that next week at 6 p.m. If nothing else shall happen to the Internet, and we can get on. Otherwise, we will be on to bring that to you. Shannon, thank you for your request. Now that we get back to the battle of the sexes, we have Tyrone Island Smalls that's coming forth to tell us some more on some silly stuff because we, you know, we gotta bring, you know, some good, some good commentary, and we gotta bring good news from articles that we find, you know, that will be cool to listen to and laugh about. But we're serious. We hoping that all men and women do get an understanding and respect each other for who we really are, and you know, find ways to accommodate each other. They'd rather fight and war and have a battle and nothing comes out of it except disappointment. Our thing is to stop victimization and fraud, all right? That's why I am here. I am on the level to talk about uh, things that are not traditional, you know, but bringing something to you that's uh, down to the level where Anybody can understand it to the simplest form. Tyrone, give us some more of your beautiful, beautiful laugh. We need that. We need to hear something, all right? Okay, before I get to that, um, here's some of the rules from the man side. Mm -hmm. We always hear the rules from the female side. Now, here are the rules from the male side. 
These are our rules. Please note, these are all numbered one on our purpose. Uh, come on now, on our purpose, huh? This is for you, ladies. Learn to work with the toilet seat. You're a big girl. Now here are the rules. We need it. Excuse me. Learn to work with the toilet seat. You're a big girl. If it's up, put it down. <laughs> we need it up. You need it down. Mm. You don't hear us complaining about you leaving it down. Sunday sports. It's like the full moon or the changing of the tide. Let it be. Stopping is not a sport. And no, we are never going to think of it as that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Crying is blackmail, ladies. Ask for what you want. Let us be dear. Let us be clear on this one. Subtle hints do not work. Strong hints do not work. Obvious hints do not work. Just say it. Quit <laughs> <laughs> hitting around. Speak to us. Can you do me a favor? Baby, it would be nice if you yeah. just, just over say here. it. Sit down. Thank you. <laughs> say Shut it. Shut up. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, you know what? This is cool beans. We got somebody that finally going to come in and talk to us. Let's hope that we can put this person on the line here. Can we Can we take a slight cause for the pause to yes, find out yes, this? All right. Let's, let's go on to the line here. Hold on just for a minute. I'm coming at the line of uh, 2129 with the 219 area code. You're on the line, and we're going to ask you to... If I can get you on the line, just hold on for a minute. Let's see what happens here. All right, no. you on the line, 2129 with the area code 219. What's your comment of view? Yeah, I, I want to talk about the one with the, uh, letting it, leaving the toilet seat down. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, come on ahead and talk about it. Yeah, let me tell you something. I, I, I lost one of my legs and, uh, Hey, I'd rather sit down anyway, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. Sometimes, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, because I ain't got no keys. Sometimes when I hop my ball my ass to that bedroom, who in the middle of the night just sit down? <laughs> oh, my God. So do you have any problems with, you know, your woman leaving the seat down for you? No, my lady says she's glad when my leg's missing because I can get to it now when I'm making love to it. Oh, oh, oh. oh Lord, have mercy. Yeah. Well, we know you're happy to hear that you are interested in coming on and sharing your comments and views here on the Lardy Miss Party Blog Talk Radio <laughs> Show. We want to thank you for that. You know what I'm saying? Hey, we need to get your Let me tell you what she tell me. She say, hop to me. Hop to me now. <laughs> Lord, Lord have mercy. Lord have mercy. That's all right. Are you still there? Hello? Are you still there? No, that's them on this line. I don't know who that was. Hello, are you still there? Oh, Lord, we're having people calling us on the Skype and everything. But that's all right. We're trying to wait for the gentleman to get back on the line. Hold on just for a minute. 
We'll just take it on the next call right here at 347-884-8684. Sorry for that interruption. But let's go on and let's finish talking. Yes and no are perfectly acceptable answers to almost every question. Mm -hmm. Come to us with a problem only if you want help solving it. Mm -hmm. That's what we do. Sympathy mm -hmm. is what your girlfriends are for. Wah. Oh, yeah, right. A headache that lasts for 17 months is a problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on now. Anything we said six months ago is inadmissible in an argument. In fact, all comments become null and void after seven days. <laughs> oh, yeah. Definitely. Yes, we're bringing up the past, please. Lord have mercy. Well, this is what we're going to do. Let's answer this. We can't answer this call because it's on Skype. But caller, caller, the caller that's calling in on the Skype, call in at the call-in number of 347-884-8684, okay? We cannot talk while we're on air. So bring it forth at 347-884-8684. Okay, finish up. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. If you want dressed like a Victoria's Secret girl, don't expect us to act like soap opera guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Say it again. If you want dressed like Victoria's Secret girl, don't expect us to act like soap opera guys. It's falling all over the place for you. And I'm going to talk just like Beyonce said. If you like what you see, put a ring on it. Oh. Uh...
said football, computers, or cars. That's cold. That is cold. That's cold. You have enough clothes? You have too many clothes. I am in shape. Round in shape. Thank you for reading this. Yes, I know. I have to sleep on the couch tonight. <laughs> I bet you he would. But did you know he men really that. don't mind that? It's like camping. Men is something else. Right. Yes, I'm they, time they out. Time out. Time to get away. Time out. Get away, huh? Time to get away. Okay. All right. All right. Now, we have heard all the slow messages of how to understand the opposite sex. We are hoping that here on the Lordy Miss Cardi Blog Talk Radio Show that we be an enjoyment to you, bringing fresh information to you, something to laugh about, something that you can take and use, or just something just to think about, okay? When you are with your loved ones or someone that you are seeking to have a love life with, that this will carry on and help you to decipher how not to be a victim and how not to be defrauded and what to expect out of yourself as the opposite sex. All right? You know, and I'm thankful to that. Now, Brenda, the lightest right, got hers that she's wanting to bring in on instructions, okay? We got 17 minutes remaining, and I guess we're going to take three, two, three minutes to talk about that, and then we getting ready to shut it down with a nice piece of music for you. Once you have met that woman of your dreams, you must be patient 
and not rush into a whirlwind relationship. Many men make this mistake. First and foremost, be a friend to her. Get to know who she is and above all, be honest with her and with yourself. This doesn't mean that you have to fly open your uh, soul all at once. But just be genuine. But this day and age, you better tie up in the basement, <laughs> put her in handcuffs, and you ain't going to find a good woman that often. You better find yeah. where you find where you better keep You better lock it down. You better lock it okay. down. Okay. Put a ring on but don't time. be possessive. Let her see who you truly are in heart, soul, and mind. Remember that beauty only goes skin deep, and passion may only last a season. If you truly want to find the love of your life, let her know that you think your world is far richer because of her. Don't be a face fly. Whoa, what? what? Okay. That's, that's right. That's what it says. Let the woman of your dreams have time for herself and her family. She will appreciate that in you. It shows you are you are an unselfish person. If you are, I'm, a, I'm omnipresent either on the phone or in person, she will think you are unsecure. Be kind to her family, friends. If she has children, recognize the fact that they come first in her life. Let them and her know that they also come first in your life. Don't push yourself on them. Allow them to get to know who you are and that they are very important, too. Time is on your side. If there is any disrespect or distrust on their part, don't be surprised. You are, for all intents and purposes, purposes invading their comfort zone. Just be a friend, and that doesn't mean to bribe them with gifts. Mm -hmm. That is so wrong, and it always backfires. Okay, take time to develop trust. Always be a gentleman. Even if you marry this woman, never give up chivalry. Mm -hmm. Open doors for her. Compliment her when it's appropriate. Remember birthdays and anniversaries. Dress neatly and be clean and good smelling. Do special things that she will enjoy. Stand when she enters the room and sit at her at, her at the table. Chivalry only takes a moment, but it it lasts a lifetime. Continually improve yourself. The best gift you can give a wonderful woman is being a wonderful man. And I have to say this, ladies. I have to say this. This is Island. I have to say this. You know, Shiri is beautiful and Shiri is not dead. But you can give your man or your woman there a long time. They're in the bathroom doing a number two. After a while, they're going to start being unpleasant and unpleasing to you. You know, I remember you were smelling like this, this, you know, so give them that time and space. Let them do their thing, handle their business. So they always smell like a bed of roses to you. Aww. Oh, that is That's so, so sweet. sweet. Yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Anything you want to say, Mr. Debris? Yes, Debris ain't dead. You open doors that sometimes the women don't like to walk through the door the man opens. All right. That's well, we got 11 minutes remaining, and we got last comments coming from Island Small. Come on, Island, and give us the last comment before I give the instructions on how to win a man's heart. We got three minutes. A professor of mathematics sends a fact to his wife. It read, Dear wife, you must realize that you are 54 years old, and I have certain needs which you are no longer able to satisfy. I am otherwise otherwise happy with you as a wife. Mm -hmm. 
and I sincerely hope you will not be hurt or offended to learn that by the time you receive this letter, I will be at the Grand Hotel with my 18-year-old teaching assistant. I'll be home before midnight, your husband. When he arrived to the hotel, there was a fact letter waiting for him that read as follows. Dear husband, you too are 54 years old, and by the time you receive this letter, I will be at the Breakwater Hotel with the 18-year-old pool boy. <laughs> Being the brilliant mathematician that you are, you can easily appreciate the fact that 18 years, 18 go into 54 a lot more times than 54 goes to 18. Mm. Don't wait up. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Thank you both. You, Brenda, Brenda the Light is Right, and Tyrone Island Smalls for your tips and comments on how to understand each other without having to battle with one another. That is really, really good stuff right there. Thank you for that article. And for me, I guess I'm going to come in on the www.ehow.com on how to win a man's heart. And the contributors to this is by Pamela Gardepi, and she is the eHow contributor. And um, her instructions is this on how to win a man's heart is understand your men and why he does the things he does. A man needs a woman who can listen and not be judgmental, no matter how petty or dumb the conversation sounds. Listen and make comments that show concern. Pay attention to him and make him feel he is the only one in the world. Develop a strong sense of humor. A man may think something is funny that a man finds disgusting, but a woman might find herself needing to play along with the joke to win the man of her dreams. Learn to cook. Dinners and a touch of romance make the heart grow fonder. Not all meals have to be five-star meals, but the taste is more important. Learn to cook his favorite food, and you'll score even more points. And for four, brush up on your skills in the bedroom. Men enjoy a good time, and sexual activities yeah! are always on, always one way to help in that department. Learn to experiment with different positions and types of sexual pleasure. And then five, lastly, keep clean, keep a clean house. Every, keep everything tidy and never leave dirty dishes or dirty laundry lying around and make you look like you have it all together. Okay, tips and warning. It says try to avoid negativity in a relationship. Read love-making books to learn new ways to please him. Not all men are going to be easy to win over. If you don't find him responding to you, move on. And so we are down to our last eight minutes of this of, of our of Lardy Miss Clardy Blog Talk Radio Show. And again, I'm going to put it out there for those of you who like our show and would like to send a contribution, please send your contributions to Save Off, Families and Victims of Fraud.com. Go to the donation page, click Donate button, or by mail, send contribution to Save Off and Care of the Lardy Miss Clardy on Blog Talk Radio. We thank all of our listeners near and far for your support and earful listening. From us here at 
the Lardy Miss Cardi on Blog Talk Radio Show, The Light is Right, The Breeze, Island, and myself. So, as we roll, we're going to play a little bit of music and play it out while I'm taking our read the last bit of what we need to hear. So, let's just take the time to talk about it. So, she says the words that I and every husband on the planet dread. I said, what? I never have quite figured out why the sexual urges of men and women differ so much. And I never have figured out the whole Venus and Mars thing. And I never figured out why men think with their heads and women think with their hearts. And I never yet have figured out how the sexual desire gene gets thrown into a state of turmoil when it hears the words, I do. One evening last week, my wife and I were getting into bed. Well, the passion starts to heat up, and she eventually says, I don't feel like it. I just don't. I just want you to hold me. So I'm going to leave you with him. How did you find me? All right? Y'all have a good morning, good night, and good evening. We all here at Dardy Miss Cardi on Blog Talk Radio Show. Love you until next week when we start with children in the street. All right? Have a good evening. Love you.
Bye. 